0: Welcome to the Texas Wine Scene Podcast, the most up-to-date information to help you prepare for your wine tasting weekend. I'm Mike, your Texas Wine Scene correspondent, bringing you all the wine happenings in and around the great state of Texas, from the high plains to the hill country. If you love Texas wine, you've come to the right place. Let's take a trip. everyone to the final episode of the 2023 texas wine scene podcast i'm your host and texas wine scene correspondent mike cole bringing you all the wine happenings in and around the great state of texas we have reached the end of a great year of wine events and wine tastings all filled with new experiences new challenges and best of all new friendships But before we wrap up the final episode for 2023, I just want to thank all the wineries, event coordinators and volunteers that organized all the wonderful events that we as wine lovers had the opportunity to participate in throughout the year. I want to personally thank you for allowing me to attend the events as a consumer, a judge and as a media correspondent. Cheers to you all. Speaking of cheers, for the final episode of the year, I'm drinking the 2019 Driftwood Estate Tempranillo from the Newsome Vineyards. This wine won a double gold in the 2023 San Francisco Chronicle Wine Competition. This is a full body red wine that has notes of juicy raspberry red fruits, toasted vanilla and nicely integrated tannins. I remember tasting this wine at the winery and besides it being a delicious wine, one thing that stood out to me about this winery was the tasting room staff. That particular day, the air conditioning behind the bar decided it wanted to take a break from the dog days of summer. It was quite warm in the tasting room that day. Luckily, we secured a spot in the tasting room that was a bit more comfortable than other areas. The staff remained resilient and continued to provide high quality service while working in very challenging conditions. Luckily, the wine coolers were working and the wine was still being poured at the ideal serving temperatures. So I would like to give a big shout out to the tasting room staff at Driftwood Estate Winery for outstanding service. So take a trip out to Driftwood, Texas and experience it for yourself. They are open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And this winery is for adults only. But for more information on this winery, visit their website at driftwoodwine.com. All of the wine events have concluded for the year, but there are plenty of opportunities to head on out to your favorite winery to grab a glass of wine. Pick up those final holiday gifts and relax and listen to some great music. So stay tuned for your music lineup for the weekend. Ab Ashers leads off the music lineup for the weekend with Deuce Bennett on stage Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. Bell Springs Winery will have Donovan Hatcher on stage Saturday, December 16th from 3 to 6 p.m. and Dylan Havens on Sunday, the 17th from 2 to 5 p.m. Carter Creek Winery will let Matthew Butler grace the stage on Saturday, December 16th from 7.30 to close. Fiesta Winery on 2.90 will have Wake Eastman on stage Saturday, December 16th from 3 to 6 p.m. Flat Creek Winery will let Raul Ochoa jam out on Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 6 p.m. And DJ Bartley will spin up the sounds on Sunday, December 17th from 2 to 6 p.m. as well. Hilmi Sellers will have Caleb Young on stage Saturday, December 16th from 1 to 4 p.m. Longhorn Sellers will let James Keith play some tunes on Saturday, December 16th from 1 to 4 p.m. William Chris Vineyards has a stellar music lineup for the weekend, starting with Casey Baker on stage Friday, December 15th from 1 to 4 p.m. Zach Webb assumes the musical duties on Saturday, December 16th from 1 to 4 p.m. as well. And Chad Miller completes the musical series on Sunday, December 17th, from 1 to 4 p.m. Texas Heritage Vineyards will have Frank Martin Gilligan on stage Sunday, December 17th, from 2 to 4 p.m. The Texas Wine Collective will have a full weekend of musical talents of Lonnie Lett on both Saturday and Sunday, December 16th and 17th, from 1 to 5 p.m. Torna Locks will have the smooth sounds of Rodney Howell on stage Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. Augusta Venn will have their Sips and Sounds event with Matt Kirk on Friday, December 15th from 2.30 to 5.30 p.m. and Hunter Billingsley on Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. Wimberley Valley Winery will host Megan Tubb on stage Friday, December 15th from 2 to 5 p.m. and Danny Britt on Saturday, December 16th from 2 to 5 p.m. West Sandy Creek Winery will have Greg Day on stage Saturday, December 16th from 4 to 7 p.m. and James Zimmerman on Sunday, December 17th from 2 to 5 p.m. Blue Ostrich Winery will let Will St. Peter Rock the House on Saturday, December 16th from 1 to 5 p.m.? Los Pinos Ranch Vineyards will have the Pink Flamingo jamming out on Friday, December 15th from 6 to 9 p.m. Moody Family Vineyards will have Angelo Lopez on stage Saturday, December 16th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. And Rowdy Creek Ranch Vineyards will close out the weekend lineup with the Wheelhouse Band rocking the Tunes on Friday, December 15th from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And David Lindley on Saturday, December 16th from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. And that's your music lineup for the weekend. Early in the podcast, I thanked all the wineries, staff, and volunteers who helped organize wine events of the past year. While we get to enjoy the wine events, their hard work shouldn't go unnoticed. To emphasize the hard work required to organize a successful wine event, I was able to get an interview with Gloria Ramirez, who is instrumental in organizing a few of the largest wine events in the state. Here's our conversation. Thank you for joining me on the texas wine scene podcast i'm your host your texas wine scene correspondent mike cole bringing you all the wine happenings in and around the great state of texas And today we have a special treat. I am here with a very special lady, Miss Gloria Ramirez, who is instrumental in the coordination of one of the largest wine events of the year in the state of Texas. So we're going to get talking to her and see if we can get um, a look behind the scenes on what it takes to produce an event um, that she may be involved in or that she's actually um, the leader in. We're also going to see if we can get the inside scoop on what's coming up for next year's events, and uh, we'll go from there. So I am honored to be in her presence today, and we'd like to welcome Miss Gloria to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me, Mike. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. But before we get started, Gloria, can you, uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how'd you get into wine?
1: Yeah. Um, So I'm not in the industry, right? So I'm very self-educated. And anytime I can teach myself something, I go to wine events, um, wine education stuff. So that's kind of how I got into wine. I just, I worked for an engineering company and my boss was very much into wine. So started drinking there and then pretty much progressed and when I came to rodeo I found it and I was like oh my gosh there's wine at rodeo not a lot of people know that so it (laughs) kind of combined my two loves and my two passions so yeah that's kind of how I got involved.
0: Great and so if you can officially tell us uh, what is your role here um, at the San Antonio Rodeo
1: yeah, wine events. So I am the chairman of the uh, wine committee. So um, I've been chairman for the last four years, uh, and was vice chairman before that for five years. Um, we started in 2011, and uh, formally started as a committee, and uh, have been with the committee ever since. So yeah.
0: Wow, that sounds fantastic. And I know the um, I got involved here just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I was um, put in contact with you yeah. um, by Miss Jennifer Beckman yes. down at at 210, which yep. is. Um, one of my hometown wineries right mm-hmm. here in San Antonio. I have a lot of fun going down there and visiting with her. Wealth of knowledge. She's doing some really good things down at so the hemisphere. amazing. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. And she's one of our judges She as is. Well. She's
1: one of our judges. You're one of our judges. Um, and um, she actually um, did education for us um, here for our committee. Our committee loves to learn about wine just like I do. Um, and so she came out here um, and did an education for us. And it's just just to listen to her talk. She's got so much knowledge. Yes, so yes. We, we love bringing that to the committee so that they can learn and, and be able to teach, you know, spread that out to the community. As well, um, we're here to educate and and teach people not only about Texas wine but mm-hmm. all kinds of wine sure. about viticulture. Um, the students that get to benefit from this, so um, yeah, it's a she, she's a great great partner of ours. She's awesome. Yeah. And
0: speaking of of students, um, can you tell us a little bit about the mission of um, what the San Antonio Rodeo Wine Committee? Um, is all about.
1: Yeah. So the Rodeo Mission, our San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, we are a volunteer organization that emphasizes agriculture and education to develop the youth of Texas. So we, you know, this is our the Rodeo 75th anniversary. Wow. Um, so we've been putting on stock shows and all of that before Rodeo and Entertainment came on. So this is all to benefit, you know, the, the students. Um, there's some students that don't, some kids that don't actually get the opportunity to go to school that wouldn't have that opportunity all if right. they didn't have the scholarship. Sure. So it's such a such a um you know to to be able to listen to those kids say without this, I wouldn't have been able to go. And I'm so thankful is just such a blessing for all of us volunteers and, and why a lot of us do it. I mean, it's, it's all about the kids. All about the kids. And
0: sure, <laughs> and at, at our meetings, uh, I know that sometimes we, we've had some um, photos up yep. of some of the recipients yep. um, um, from the scholarships yep. you know, offered through the monies uh, raised uh, through the wine committee. And I thought that was fantastic. It's very, very uh, heartwarming yep. and, and it's it's definitely a movement for sure. Yep.
1: yep. And you know, our committee, we're one of eight fundraising committees. And so our mission is to like I said earlier, we want to educate the public about wine. Those people that do come to Rodeo that they don't know that there is wine out here, sure, right? Yeah. So when yeah. we can touch anyone that doesn't know that it's out here enjoying themselves hey you want to learn about wine let us do that and our volunteers love to do that they they love to talk to people about wine um so we i know we'll get in a little bit more into that sure, in, in and what we do but <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of um the rodeo mission and then our mission is a wine committee as well
0: yep. that sounds fantastic so um what about what are the main um rodeo events that um Um, that we host or you host um, throughout the year that's, you know, helping to raise money um, for that mission you just mentioned, for the scholarship, I'm sorry, for the scholarships for the kids?
1: Yeah. So we, as a wine committee, we host four major events throughout the year. So we're a year-round committee. And like I mentioned, we're one of eight fundraising committees out here. Um, So our purpose is to do exactly that, raise money, whether it's through events, through sponsorships, through Mm -hmm. donations. We our money goes into a general fund, um, so we not only help those students, a portion of it goes to viticulture, but so not only are we helping those students that are trying to learn more and go to, you know, uh, Texas Tech has a great program, Texas A&M, but... Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also help other students. that are going for nursing, or going for everything, right? So oh, the rodeo itself has raised, I believe, over uh, two. I might get this wrong. Two hundred and fifty-five million for wow. Texas youth oh. students. Yeah, oh. and and um, so that's that's uh, something to be very very proud of as a committee member. Um, but back to our wine events, we have a wine competition um, that is closed to the public. Um, we had nine hundred and thirteen entries this year. Whoa. We had sixty judges that came in and judged over a three-day period. Um, so that happens every October. Um, and then we have our wine auction from, from the competition. Our winners that the judges select then go on to auction, and we okay. that's our biggest fundraiser. Uh, that's usually in November, and we had it at the Shrine Auditorium this year. We had about 70 wines that people could taste. We have yes. a dinner, a silent auction, a live auction. Um, our volunteers pour, so they get to also interact with the with the public and, and, again, do that education. <laughs> um, and that's our biggest fundraiser um, throughout the year. And so then we also then have a champion wine wine garden. During the rodeo, we have uh, the February 18th through 25th, um, we have a wine garden where we serve the top champions and other wines. Uh, HEB is our sponsor, so you can find a lot of those wines at HEB as well. All right, um, H-E-B. Yeah, but um, that that's, again, just having the, the patrons come out there and being able to talk to them about the wines and our winners, and promote those winners, um, and raise money at the same time for these kids is is awesome. I mean, I love I love doing it. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have um, uncorked and wine events. That's kind of a newer thing. I say newer. We started it probably six years ago. Okay. Um, And we have events throughout the year, um, and it's a way to partner with the community. Um, We go to local restaurants, and we have wine-pairing dinners, uh, four-course dinners, and we pair it with one of our champion wines. And then we started doing, three years ago, um, what's a summer fling. It's probably going to be a spring fling. We're going to change the date. Um, And that's usually anywhere from May through July. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just another, it's kind of a a smaller portion of the wine auction that we took, and it's a grand tasting, and again, Mm -hmm. getting to taste those wines. So yeah. it's a great opportunity to come out, and if you learn about rodeo, but also just another event to taste wines, learn, meet the winemakers, meet the wine reps, and learn more about their wineries and wines. Wow. Yeah. That's, and all that's for a all, great cause. All for a great cause.
0: <laughs> Those are major events. You mentioned three or four events there. Yeah. Let's circle back to the the wine competition yep. um, I know just like uh, uh, two years ago I was able to to help out with um, setting up mm-hmm. um, um, some of the um, the wines in the wine event can you give us a little bit of behind the scenes how, how does that work what is it logistically like to get the wines in mm-hmm. to get the wine staged uh, there's there was a whole process yeah. with that can you give us a little bit about what that looks like
1: yeah absolutely we have um, probably over 200 volunteers I think right now on our committee um, and so it takes that you can you've seen a portion of it, right? So it takes a lot of people to uh, put this on. So our volunteers, we start, um, we put out the email to the wineries in July, okay. and then from there they start making the entries in September. September, we start taking in those shipments of wines and um, our our volunteers, they check in every wine that comes in. So every wine that comes in has to be touched. It has to be verified. It has to be, you know, did what they enter, did they, is it exactly what it said? And is that what we're doing? Uh, Is that what we're going to judge? Because we want to make sure that what the winery says they're, they want to submit as their, you know, as their wine, (laughs) that that's what we actually are judging. And if not, then we have a winery relations team they call the wineries, they double check with them or they call the distributors um, and they double check that, hey, this is what we received. Is this what you meant to do or, or not? Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. that starts in September. And then in October, we have um, the actual competition. The week before we're setting, we're taking uh, an empty barn, kind of like what you're sitting in now. Sure. Right. Uh-huh. And we it's it's a it's our a shell and we put up all the tables. We put all the wines out on the tables. We make sure that they are flighted in order from, you know, uh, driest to sweetest. Lightest to heaviest, um, all the cabs are together. So again, we have to walk all those tables, make sure every wine is in the right spot. There's not a Chardonnay with a Pinot, right. or, you know. <laughs> bottles look the same, so sure, yeah. it's yeah. a lot of verification that our committee has to do, and our volunteers are great and they do it with a smile. So that's you know one of the things that I think our our volunteers have such great attitudes of. It's a lot of work, but. It's you know it's we know why we're doing it so sure you know. now
0: you, you mentioned eight to nine hundred entries yeah. are the wineries submitting one bottle two bottles three bottles or you know how, how does that work yeah how-
1: so they have to um, they have to depending on what they can enter as many varietals that they want they can do a chardonnay a riesling a cabernet however many varietals they want to they have to send four bottles of the um, of that. Entry, so that's considered, a, like if you're entering Chardonnay, that's one entry. You've got to send four bottles of that because if it's flawed, we have to have okay. a backup to open that. And, we, uh. you know, you as a judge know that sometimes you'll get a wine and it's like, mm, this is not, this this smells off, this is not, you know, can we get a re-pour? We want a new bottle, right? So that's the reason for that. If it then goes on to champion round on, if it gets a um, double gold, or I'm not going to go into too much of that sure. scoring no, process, so. <laughs> but um, right. they will then go on to champion round. Well, we've got to have a bottle for that. Again, if that one's flawed, then you know we've got to have something to to have a backup. So, all those wines that get donated, we then use them for other events like the summer fling. You know, we'll we'll use those wines at our summer fling for patrons to get an opportunity to taste those wines too. So,
0: wow, yeah. with all those wines coming in, I mean, you know, you know this 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 organization is run very. Um, it's very well oiled. Um, I got a chance to see just how many different people are, you know, are touching the wines or different departments mm-hmm. that are, you know, picking up the wine, staging the wines. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure the provenance of the wines in terms of how we're storing the wines is is top notch because there's so many. <laughs> um, that's just, just just a fantastic um, homage to how, how you guys are um, doing things here at the at the rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you speak to um, some different departments? Like, are there any um, logistics departments yeah. that does? picking up the wine you know I don't know with a forklift and and getting it to you know point b and then retaking it from point b to so and so you talked a little bit about that yeah
1: absolutely they they, it takes a village right and it takes all of us on this committee which is why we continue to grow and and recruiting volunteers year-round because we have so many events that we do put on um and we don't want to burn out our volunteers (laughs) because it can't happen sure there there is no thing as volunteering too much but it can happen so uh, we want to be respectful of that um but we have five subcommittees. so we have a competition subcommittee, a wine events subcommittee, which is the um, the auction and the uncorked events, and then we have our wine garden subcommittee, and then logistics. Um, and hospitality, which is, does our catering and decor. Wow. So we've got some great leaders on each of those events that that put their teams together and that help us, you know, carry out every every task that has to go. Everything that you see that gets done, it requires that behind the scenes. And there's so much work that goes into it. And there's such again, I can't talk enough about how wonderful our volunteers are. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. That that's great. Um, so we get through the staging. We get through all the wines. They're they um, they're putting their sections: Cabernet, mm-hmm. Pinot, um, and then we get to the wine competition. Um, your panel of judges—how do, what is the requirements, or what do you guys like to see with our panel of judges? That's going to be you know tasting you know sure. all these wines and really, really you verifying that these are good wines and get them mm-hmm. a, giving them a certain score and, you know, ultimately getting these medals at the end. Can you talk right. a little bit about that? Yeah.
1: So um, we have a uh, judge coordinator. We have uh, actually a couple of those that that's the role, right, is we're helping to find new judges that are qualified. We like to make sure that our judges have at least a level two. Uh, we set certification or equivalent. Um Anyone can taste wine. Anyone can drink wine. But we do want to, you know, in respect of the wines that are being judged against each other and for the wineries, for the metals that are going out, that you've got judges that, that know what they're doing and that, that have, have some kind of certification that they understand, all right, how to do a blind tasting, the, the aroma, the... Um, the, the uh, the palette, the wow. finish, the all of that, the structure, the right? Structure, so, yes. mm-hmm. so yeah. So we we um, we make sure that when we reach out to judges, and and we get a lot of referrals from our fellow judges, right? Like right. you know, Jennifer Beckman recommended you. Um, that they also know the palettes of of our judges. So, but we do, our judge coordinators ask, you know, what are your credentials? And uh, just to make sure, because we want to make sure that we're being fair to uh, for the integrity of our competition and for the wineries that are submitting that we're actually getting judges that know what they're doing. doing.
0: (laughs) And I can completely verify that um, there are some high-end judges mm-hmm. that that are a part of this um wine competition um i was able to to sit in a couple of the uh, of the tables at lunch and, and talk to some of the folks that are, are judging and um the experience is yeah. is just you know through the roof and i was just i was honored to be a part of the, the experience <laughs> so yeah. uh, i think you guys are doing a fantastic job there and so we're, we're finished up with the wine competition um there's the medals that come out, and uh is there a press event that uh, that happens that says you know, this winery one, this category, and uh, kind of what does that process look yeah. like when it's all said and done? Yeah,
1: so so when our um, after all of the judges have judged for the two days, our third round is that champion round, right? So we bring okay. back nine judges who are at least level three or above um, uh, certified, right? Because right. we want them to have a little more experience because when you're judging at your panel, you know, you've got five judges that are doing – Flight, you know what's coming out. You know it's a Cabernet. You know it's you know certain price range. That's it's still blind, but you know a little bit. When they do the champion round, they know nothing, and they get and and when you're judging on the regular panel, you get eight wine up to eight wines in one flight. Okay. For the regular panel, you know if we have twenty four of or thirty of the top wines that were scored high, then they're judging all thirty of those wines. It's amazing to see some of the pictures, and I'll send you some. Of the judges that right, have, yeah. like, it, the entire wines in front of them, and they get wow. no information. It's completely blind. Uh, so they've got to have a little more experience, right, sure, to absolutely. be able to know what they're looking for in a wine, and they're judging for the best of the best. So from there, we do, yes, we they pick the Grand Champion. They pick the Reserve Grand Champion and our top 12 best of shows, red, white, Sweet International um, kind of uh, we can send you a list of that as well. Okay. Um, but um, then we have a press release and then from there is where they go on to auction and we highlight them at auction with our live, uh, live auction. Um, we bring our winemakers again and then at Garden again they get um, they get uh, the the top spots at the at the wine garden okay now
0: does the wineries know about their time frame uh, when the results are going to come out so are they kind of waiting anxiously yes. to see how they did in the competition <laughs> yes. yeah.
1: so we usually do an audit process afterwards we have to make sure you know again for the integrity of our competition we want to make sure that what we're putting out there is is correct and no scores are, are skewed in any way um, so we do we have a, um, a team that audits and then um, from that it takes about a week to after the judging ends to make sure that we've got everything in there. We then find out who our best of show—I mean, our top all-around winery—and our best of show Texas winery is our best of herd. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so we've gotten emails before. Have the results been out? Yeah. Have the results been out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you show the results? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. Not quite. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's usually about a week, and then we get the press release out there. And then once the press release is of our top 14, we include all the um, all the the list of the full medals. Um, and then we make sure that we notify the wineries before. So I I personally call. All of the um, top 14 champions, and then our wine relations team sends all out right. the um, the emails uh, letters uh, to all the other ones so they get notified before the press release goes out.
0: That, that's that's a fun time yeah. during when the press le- press release comes out because yeah. you know there's a buzz in the air, you know, <laughs> and then of course all socials are just yeah. kind of lighting up. Yeah. You know, this winery won this, and this winery yeah. won that, and this it's a lot of buzz and a lot uh-huh. of energy behind uh, yeah. behind the, the winning wineries and
1: even our judges want to know right so we yeah. send out the list to our judges after the press release goes out too and so and they will send back you know they'll, they'll during judging you're allowed to keep notes on the wines and you know what you may have thought about them and so they'll send us an, an email saying Hey, can you tell me what ID number so and so was? That was such a great wine. I'm so curious to know what it was, right? And right, so we'll right. give them that information. You know what what it, what the actual wine was that they judged. Um, but wow. yeah, it's 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 fun to see how um, how excited they get about it as well. I mean, they 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 chose them, so they should be. <laughs> yeah, they, they should be excited <laughs> yeah. about that. Sure.
0: And so we we get past the wine competition, that buzz, and it seems like you know, to me as I'm following through all the socials and 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 the, the wineries are are really letting everyone know. Hey, look, you know our 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 Tempranillo got first pace yeah. and, and 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 all that um, then we come upon the um, the actual auction that you know brings everybody together to kind of celebrate those wines yes, is that
1: yes. so right? our wine auction is not only for us to raise money obviously for the scholarship fund but it's also to highlight them right and celebrate who won so we yeah. take our uh, top fourteen champions we have a um, a grand tasting before the dinner starts um, so they come in yeah. and they get to Ex- we have um, 14 stations set up and they have their wines there. Mm-hmm. And so the, pa- the guests come in, they go to each station, they get a taste, you know, we're not trying to get anybody to snockered. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a two ounce a taste, taste or whatever, yeah. but yeah. you can always go back yeah. uh, once you find your favorite. Um, and then HEB is there to take orders. So a lot, like I said, a lot of these are available Perfect. at HEB. So they're on hand to take those orders. If you find something you like here, here's an order form. You can go ahead and place that order and you can go pick it up at your local HEB store. So, yeah some great stuff Um, and they're excited to be there and so Mm -hmm. they get to come on we have a a media awards presentation so they come on and they accept we actually give them their spurs and their buckles at that time and our CEO and our president of the show are also there to hand those out so they get their picture taken and then that goes on the website Um, and so I think we probably are getting that done I don't think that's been done yet so we're still working on getting those photos edited Um, but yeah so um, those go on the website so it's great publicity and great marketing for them right especially especially with newer wineries that don't have, and that they don't have a big presence in Texas, this is a great opportunity for people to find out about them, so...
0: Yeah. Awesome. So you, you mentioned HEB. Yeah. HEB is one of the big sponsors yes. here. Um, you know, we see a lot of wine in H-E-B. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, I've seen them come out with their representatives here at yeah. the committee. Can you speak to how their support is, yeah. um, what their level of support is for the, the San Antonio Rodeo sure. Wine Committee?
1: Yeah, they were actually um, very, in the, from the very beginning, got on board with us. And they said, we want to be a part of this. What do you need from us? Um, so since 2011, when we formed this committee, they've been on board. And actually, even before that, right, We these conversations started back with our our founding chairman Dinah covert um, mm-hmm. in I don't know 2007 2008 wow, before wow. it formally yeah. formed a committee um, and so she was in in touch with um, uh, Dan Shuti. they've been involved from the very beginning um, and they're great supporters um, they they are our title sponsor at the um, wine auction they're also our uh, event sponsor or title sponsor at the, for the wine garden okay. um, and so during the month of February they actually take our wines uh, our winners, and they will do a rodeo promotion, so they discount those wines. So oh, especially great. if you are if you you know, if you go to HEB and you buy a six pack, six. it's going to be discounted. <laughs> yes. So you get an even additional discount on our rodeo wines. And oh, so wow. and they usually have you know some promotions on there that say which ones they are. Um, so yeah, it's great for our wineries that aren't in HEB and want to be in HEB, or just for new people to be able to find them. Cool. Um, so yeah, HEBs. I can't speak highly enough of HEB. I love my HEB. Awesome. Thank you,
0: HEB. <laughs> yes. You mentioned. Um, um the wine garden so um, during the is that during a rodeo yes. correct? The, we have a wine garden correct. um you know set up outside um, the AT&T center can you speak to a little bit about yeah. what that looks like how we get that set up and and what that all entails
1: yes so we've um we've actually had the wine garden for that was our first uh, event as the um as the wine committee that started in February 2011 um we had a small little tent um uh, yeah. and you could walk in and you had to do tickets and you were carted at the door um then we moved on to our little oasis um um, nice. as, that was right in front of the, the Freeman Coliseum, um, and then we expanded to join with the beer, uh, the craft beer committee, and so it was a craft beer and wine garden. Okay. Um, and then now we're back to um, being a single wine garden. And so we're on the east side of the Frost Bank Center. Yes. Um, and <laughs> um, <change>. yeah, a <laughs> little change. Um, but um, it might be a little bit of a hike to get over there if you're on one side to the other side. But I mean, just to be able to sit there, the ambiance that our volunteers create and. And we have a great partnership with Mission Landscape. Um, And um, they come out and they bring out the plants for us to use during rodeo. And we make it a a garden feel. And so you can sit down. We have live music. Um, You know, Mark Odom always typically opens a show for us. So he plays. It's all acoustic. So you can sit down and have a bottle of wine. You can have a glass of wine. You can have a taste of wine. Nice. and listen to music while you're waiting to go into the show, or if you don't want to go to the show, just come out and see us, right? Just come right. out into the wine garden. Um, your entry fee into the grounds admission. So whether you buy a rodeo ticket, or you just buy a grounds admission ticket, which is I don't know, I don't know the cost these days, maybe sure. ten to fifteen. Yeah, you can do so many things on the rodeo grounds that people may not be aware of, and wine garden is one of those. Right. Um, and so not only do we have the purchase by the glass. Bottle or, or taste, we have um, wine partners who will come out and do demos for us, and so they want to you know show you what their wines are about, and so you can get a, uh, some of those samples that they're there. Just usually on the weekends, we got a lot going on the weekends. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and then we have our wine seminars, so our champions are given the opportunity to uh, do educational seminars. We want to again going back to that education. Yes, you know, yes. our, our rodeo is very much about education and and uh, agriculture, and so we bring out wineries and they. We'll talk about you know how does how does it go from grape to you know from the vine to to the glass to right. the to the bottle to the glass right, right? and right, so yeah. it's it's so interesting to hear and we'll get a we'll partner with a local restaurant to do small bites for us or barbecue team how many grams is a great a great supporter of ours as well um, and. Just We usually can hold, I think, about 40 to 50 people in the yes. seminars. Um, and then in the afternoons, I, I, I'll have to get back with you on the times on those because I know we're, we're currently working on those. Um, but, yeah, we offer them, and, and it's a great – if you want to learn about wine – Come in. It's thirty to forty-five minutes. Okay. Um, you get a chance to ask questions. We started something new last year with our Texas wines. Uh, the middle weekend, we do a Texas panel, um, a Texas panel interview. Okay. So we bring in our four champions of from Texas, the Texas Hill Country, the Texas wineries, um, and. Uh, Ed Hellman from Texas Tech comes and does, facilitates a moderated session. Okay. So he has questions that he asked them, and it, cool. it's a really neat. It was so well-received last year, so I think we're going to bring that back again this year. That sounds like um, a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. I, I had the opportunity to um, help pour, at yeah. the, the the tent um, there with, doing the seminars. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Um, the, the winery that was um, speaking in that day had a lot of information, shared a lot of wines, mm. and the chef that was there. Yeah. There's a lot of feedback on I, I I don't remember his name, but he cooked up some nice little bites there, and uh, it, it was pairing perfectly. And just just the the energy in that tent and learning about the wines, yeah. having a little bit of bite, um, and yeah. then you know having your taste of wines was was a, a, a very nice yeah. event. So, and it's yeah.
1: amazing, you know. one of the things that I love is when you you can have a wine, and then you can switch and pair it with something and it the, the flavor will not flavor will change but it just enhances, it enhances the wine right yes, and so yes. or you pour, pair it with something not good and then it could totally put off the wine for for your palate right, right. so i love doing things like that with the wine pairing dinners and that's where kind of cork came in um but yeah those seminars we love to be able to educate um uh you know people that are out there and want to learn um so yeah
0: sure. now you you mentioned uh, a couple times um it takes a village yeah and uh can you um just kind of speak again to um the volunteers mm-hmm. that are um you know a part of the committee how many volunteers do we have and what does that process look like what if somebody wants to get involved with the committee mm-hmm. how do how do we do that
1: Yeah, so on our committee, I I think we're at 214. That number kind of fluctuates uh, off and on, so I'm not sure what our true number is right now. Um, But uh, overall... Uh, the rodeo itself has over six thousand volunteers. Whoa, we have over that. forty committees, okay. um, and so if the wine committee is not the one for you, there's you know there's thirty nine other committees that are, that you can choose from, right? right. Um, so it, it's um, it, so there's eight, I think eight fundraising, and then the rest are operational committees uh, that work during rodeo. It, again, takes a village, and so this these six thousand volunteers, our two hundred plus volunteers. We couldn't do it without them. I mean, there's so much, like you've seen, that goes into putting on an event, putting on um, a rodeo, putting on everything that goes into it. It's not just the rodeo that you see. There's the livestock. They're setting up all of those pens the you know the the hay the everything that goes into it there's so many different committees that are needed Um, and one of the things I love about our um, our committee and our volunteers is they come from all different backgrounds you don't have to know wine you know it's great that the ones that do because they're able to help us in different areas but you don't have to know about wine if you want to learn about wine or just get involved for any other reason right Right. Um, so we've got nurses we've got um, project managers we've got construction we've got catering, you know, we will find a skill for you we will find a task for you <laughs> there's a place and, right and then not only that but it's like it's an opportunity for some people to bring the skills that they have and showcase what yeah. they want to do if they want to step into a leadership role or something so um, yeah it's it's I love being able to see just the diversity and it's great networking too yes. I've seen some people that have helped other people with b- their own business needs and it's just a great it's a great camaraderie it's a great family um, and that's what we say here at rodeo right we're right. a family we may sometimes be dysfunctional, but we're a family. <laughs> we're a family. <laughs> we are a rodeo family, um, and and we do. We we are blessed to. I like to say we're one of the have one some of the best volunteers. But every committee says that, I'm right. sure. sure, sure. Um, but we do, and and I just I, I love the the volunteers that we have, and just how much they. I just asked last night, we have a meeting tonight, our holiday party. And I reached out to some of our our leadership and I said, I know we already ask a lot of you, but could you do one more thing and help bartend so that we can let the, the, our regular bartenders, volunteer bartenders, right? We can let them enjoy the night off. Right. And so would you be willing? Almost everyone, well, all every one of them so far has said, absolutely, I'll help whatever you need, Got right? It. So I just yeah. love that, just the the will-do attitude, um, yeah. and yeah, and, and we're all here for the right reasons.
0: Are, <laughs> are there any requirements? Um, oh. uh, is there is there a sign-up process? Do they go to a website? How can they, you know, find information um, so we can kind of gear them toward uh you know if they want to participate how, yep. how can they get involved
1: yes so you can go to the uh the, the easiest is to if you want to know you want to be on wine uh you can email wine rookies at g- gmail.com and um or you can go to the rodeo website at uh, com, and i believe it says get involved and there should be uh in um a link that will let you fill out your information. They'll then send you an application. If you email us directly for wine, we'll send you all that. Get you. It fast tracks it a little bit. Um, there is a. An, it's an application you have to complete. There's a background check you have to do. You know we work with children, finances, all kinds yes, of things. So yes. nowadays it seems like you know it you have nothing to hide <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right necessary. but i mean the, the reason that we're doing this is there you know we've we've just got to do it for for whatever reason um but uh, yeah and so doesn't it you can volunteer and become a life member after two years that you've you've uh, worked on the, with the show or you can stay a volunteer being a life member you get to advance your parking a little bit closer <laughs> yeah. um sure. But um, that, that you'll have a a one-time fee of $210 to do that. Um, Every committee is different. So once you volunteer or join a committee, they may have dues. Um, They may have, you've got to buy a ticket to an event to be a committee. You know, everyone has different requirements. Our committee at Wine, you do have to pay dues. That covers our food cost at our meetings, at our events. We've got, like I said, four major events. So we feed people at set up and at events. Um, and you have to work a certain number of hours for your shifts, um, you have to attend a certain number of meetings, and because we are a fundraising committee, we want, you know, we ask that you bring in a donation of, of a certain value, so sure. um, like I said, every committee has different requirements, but um, but yeah, you can find so much information on sarodeo.com, okay. um, our website sarodeo.com slash wine has our event information, so you can also stay tuned on that, and follow us for all of our events, upcoming events that are going on.
0: Sure, yeah. that's that's great um and and you mentioned you know the different um the meetings and things like that And you got to pay the dues what i what i like about um the the wine committee when we come to the the first meeting of the year um you generally outline and it's on you know our powerpoint these are the dates of the meetings these Mm -hmm. are the dates of the events so if there's a volunteer out there and you're you're worried about um can i you know, attend the meetings or how do I know when the meetings are, Mm -hmm. you know, that I think for me, that was an awesome resource. So I can plan ahead and say, hey, I got a meeting coming up on Wednesday, try to move some things around. So can you speak to a little bit about kind of your agenda that you put out for that first meeting kind of moving through the year?
1: Yep. Yeah, since we are a year round committee, we start a, kind of earlier than a lot of other committees that, that work uh, rodeo events. Um, so we start, our first meeting is actually July, August. Um, our leadership meets in May to get everything ready. So when we meet, we know what our dates are. We want to make sure, like you said, give advance notice yeah. because we try to keep our meetings on Wednesdays. Uh, wind down Wednesday. Wind down Wednesday. Um, <laughs> but we try to keep those uh, consistent. Sometimes they have to change because the room's not available or something, you know, the event's too close. And we've got to make sure that we're prepped for that. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we try to give enough, enough notice. We have a great admin team. We've got a great new member, uh, new member team. They are the ones, so, you know, as a new member, they're kind of your rookie mom and dad that yes. help you. What do you need to know? So that's the benefit of if you are interested in being a volunteer on wine, to email winerookies at gmail.com because they can give you all the information for wine, and then you can make your decision rather than if you go directly to the rodeo website, then you're going to not have specific information. Into one committee, you know, you can go into the committee is a lot easier um, to, to get that information that you might want.
0: What, what I found about it, it was almost like liaison. When I came in on my first meeting, um, I was received very warmly. Um, I was kind of fish out of water, you know, I, I, I know a little bit about wine, but I was coming into a new environment. Mm-hmm. A lot of new faces, new people, but um, I was I was just kind of received very easily. I was pointed in the right direction, introduced to a few people um, who essentially are the movers and shakers of the committee. <laughs> um, so it, it wasn't it wasn't uncomfortable at all um, to kind of get involved. It was very seamless. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you kind of come in the door here at the barn, it's like oh, okay, this 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 is cool. <laughs> this is cool. Let's let's kind of get into it. Yeah. So I, I I really applaud you guys for you know having Thanks. that. Um, availability with, with people who can kind of kind of show you the ropes yeah. a little bit. Us, us newbies yeah. when we first come in. So yeah. and
1: I think you don't realize that as a new as a new member, right? That being a tenured member that's been here for so long, you you kind of forget what it was like to be a new member, right. and so you kind of think of you don't remember what people need to know. And so someone came to us with a new member idea, a new member coordinator, and we've got a guy, Monty Tingle and Monty. Jessica, who are, oh my gosh, Monty's wonderful. <laughs> yes, he, is. he takes that job very seriously. And he's so, he's so passionate too about sure, rodeo sure. And, and what volunteering is. Um, and so he, he takes the the role and and really wants to make sure that as a new member you know what to do that you know where to go what who to talk to and how to sign in and how to get set up for your shifts and all of that stuff yes. so yeah he's he's amazing he's yeah. awesome. we've got some great volunteers <laughs> great Ooh. volunteers yeah
0: now we we got this um this year physically is, is coming up um to, to an end um so I just wanted to know if there was any. um, What's next? Is there any wine events coming up? What's the next wine event for us here at the committee? Um, Can you um, share any of those? uh, Any of that information?
1: Yeah. So we have um, obviously our rodeo uh, February eighth through twenty fifth. We'll have our wine garden out there. Um, Our seminars will be on the weekend. So all of this will start to post on our website. Okay. not only our wine page, um, but also our Facebook page. Um, that's a great resource, and I'll send you the information to post up there. Okay. Um, but um, So we've got that coming up. Um, we open about four on the weekdays um, uh, for the ri- Wine Garden, and on weekends we open at 10 a.m., and we go until after the show ends in the, in the Frost, Center, uh, Frost Bank Center. Okay. Um, we have a, something special coming up. So this is the rodeo's 75th anniversary. Oh, wow. um, Our reserve champion is and I don't know if I should say this or not, but I, I think it's okay. Uh, Jay lore was our reserve champion, right? It's their 50th anniversary in 2024. So we have partnered with them and we're going to do a special wine dinner, wine pairing dinner on, on the rodeo grounds. Um, in our educational center on February 14th. So that's Gary Allen night as well. So for those of you that love Gary Allen, a little bit of a great date night. (laughs) Um, So we are working, uh, trying to finalize things with our caterer. So we don't have our price set yet, but we will be able to offer a price for those of the people that do have tickets already, uh, rodeo tickets. Um, So there'll be a price just for the dinner and then there'll be a price for the dinner plus rodeo tickets. Um, So we'll get all of that information out there and I'll be sure to share it to you um as well but uh we're, we're still finalizing some things but it is February 14th uh on the rodeo grounds. All yeah. right. Yeah. So carrying dinner with Jay Lore.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else you you would like our listeners to know um about the uh San Antonio Rodeo Wine Committee or any committee um that the rodeo puts on before we wrap up?
1: Um I think I think one of the things I can just say is just like if you're interested Email us. Let's get you involved. Okay. Um, to um, follow our Facebook page so that you can stay up to date or our, our uh, webpage, slash wine. Okay. Um, just to stay up to date. If you love wine events, we're, there's always something going on with wine committee that we're putting on. So, um, yeah, we hope to see some people at the wine garden come up and tell us that you heard us on this podcast and um, we'll make sure to. I don't know what we can do. It's so, sometimes it's so hard yes. <laughs> with a third party <laughs> vendor, right? There's a little bit more. <laughs> (laughs) Logistics involved. (laughs) I'm just saying, hey, I'll give you something. (laughs) No, that's that's great.
0: Well, one last question I have for you. What are you drinking these days?
1: Oh, so I just got back from Napa. Um so obviously I am I cannot get enough of the grand champion. First grand champion out of texas that we've ever had in our 14 years that we've been doing this competition so adega vino uh, right. is i can't get enough of their Viognier. it's so great light um so if you haven't been out to adega sorry a little plug here yeah absolutely <laughs> they're fantastic uh, they are yes uh, they won uh, Best of Show Rosé a couple years ago. Uh, okay. I don't, can't remember how many years ago, but, um, yeah, so I have some of that. Um, and nice. uh, I just got back from Napa and went to our top all-around winery, Alexander Valley Vineyards. Okay. And so I brought back some wine of theirs, there and you. so I'm drinking that. Cool, um, cool. So, yeah, I, uh, I, I try to – I'm going up to the Hill Country uh, at the end of the month, so the last week of December. So I'm going to try to get some more of our winners and right. taste some more of their wines, buy some of their wines and support them. So, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's such
0: a fun time going up uh, yeah. into, to the Hill Country. I try to go every other week and see if I can pop into a new winery yeah. and do There's some tasting. So There's so many. And uh, everybody's doing a lot of good yeah. stuff up there. Um, I was just there for uh, Vinovium's uh, event that they had just, uh, I guess, about a month ago oh, yeah, or so I heard in, about in November. Uh, pretty good event out, you know, outdoors. They had some some, um, some music jamming yes. on the stage. Yes. Um, so a lot of people were out there having some fun, just chilling out, hanging out, drinking some good wines. Yeah. Had some good representatives um, you know, at that event so um, well we'd like yeah. to thank you very much thank for uh, joining us here on Texas Wine scene and giving us a behind the scenes look at what it requires to put such a fantastic event together and then culminate it with a, an, an auction that benefits um, the kiddos and scholarships. I mean this, this mm-hmm. is uh, it, it just can't be matched and we really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Uh, appreciate the committee. And um, we look forward to talking to you again next time.
1: All right. Yeah, we'll say one of our hashtags. Hashtag we drink for the kids. (laughs) We love saying that. we drink for the kids.
0: That sounds great. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you, Gloria, for giving us a behind-the-scenes view of the inner workings of the San Antonio Rodeo Wine Committee and its events. All of us that attend those events appreciate you, and your staff's hard work. Cheers. Well, that would do it for this year's episodes. I'm going to take some time off with my friends and family over the next couple of weeks. I look forward to bringing you all the information about Texas wine, wineries, and wine events in the new year of 2024. And as we usher in the new year, can we all make this a part of our new year resolution? Number one, try a new Texas winery. Number two, try a new Texas wine. And number three, introduce a friend to Texas wine. Thank you for joining me. I'm Mike Cole, your Texas wine scene correspondent, and I look forward to seeing you again on the Texas wine scene. Cheers.